Hi, I'm Taylor, and welcome to the TD Nutrition Podcast. Hi, everyone. Welcome back. Today's episode is a food-focused episode, and I've only done one of these so far where I picked a few foods to talk about and explain their benefits and what they're good for and why you should eat more of them. And so this is going to be the second episode of that little mini-series, and today we are going to be focusing on some fall fruits and vegetables because as the season is changing away from summer and into fall, all of the fruits that we may have been eating all summer long are now not really on the shelves. They're harder to get. And so knowing the benefits of what is available is super helpful because then, you know, it may entice you to want to eat those or try them out as well. Also, just to point out, just because it's not summer anymore doesn't mean you can't eat fruits and vegetables that are traditionally like summer fruits or veggies. If they were grown in a place where they're, they are in season, like if you are getting papayas or pineapple that were grown in Mexico or somewhere in South America, they are grown in a place where they're in season. So they still contain all the wonderful vitamins, minerals, and health benefits that eating a pineapple would in the summertime. So just because it's not summer, if you find a pineapple, you can buy it. Don't buy it because it's like not in season. That's kind of... Um, a myth that, you know, you shouldn't buy fruit that's not in season where you live because it is in season elsewhere. We just don't live there. But, you know, we are fortunate to live in a world where we are able to get produce from other places and they still are beneficial to our health. So don't let it hold you back. There still are a lot of great fruits that are in season through the fall and winter that have amazing health benefits as well. So that's why I wanted to do this episode, just to kind of broaden your horizon, and then maybe you'll want to include these foods in your daily diet. So this episode, we're focusing on pomegranates, cranberries, figs, winter squashes, and pumpkin. So let's start with pomegranates. Pomegranates are mostly known for their high antioxidant content, which is true. They do have a lot of antioxidants, but they're also beneficial for helping to dissolve gallstones and kidney stones. They help get rid of nodules and any calcification in the body. They even help um, to get rid of small cysts. So if you have anything like that, pomegranates um, will be great for you. Pomegranates also have a lot of anti-tumor properties regularly eating pomegranates is beneficial for all of us but especially if you deal with uh, polycystic ovarian syndrome so PCOS it will really help down help to break down all the cysts that you're dealing with um, because polycystic ovarian syndrome you tend to get a lot of cysts on your ovaries so pomegranates or pomegranate seeds they really help to dissolve those Pomegranates also strengthen both our red and white blood cells, so it helps to build healthy blood, which in turn helps to build our immune system. Because if you listen to my episode about a strong, healthy immune system, white blood cells play a key role there. Pomegranates can even help to balance blood sugar levels because they restore 
uh, glucose reserves in the liver so that the liver can release glucose into the bloodstream as it needs it. And if you go long periods of time without eating and eating like good healthy glucose, what happens is the liver or the glucose reserves inside our livers get depleted and so then it really taxes your body because you're not eating enough so eating enough is very important because you don't want these glucose reserves to be completely depleted and this would really be beneficial for anyone suffering from adrenal fatigue because you do struggle with not having enough glucose reserves in your liver so pomegranate seeds would really help with that pomegranates also contain bioavailable iron manganese, potassium, and chromium. So when something is bioavailable, your body doesn't have to do any work to break it down and then absorb the nutrients. It's able to just absorb the nutrients immediately. So your body won't have to do any work to absorb these nutrients from from pomegranates. Another cool thing about pomegranates is they help to unclog pores and hair follicles, which encourages hair growth where you may need it. Pomegranates also help to regulate our hormones since they help flush out toxins. So the more toxins you have in your body, it can cause your hormones to become imbalanced. Especially if you're a female, we're more sensitive to getting hormonal imbalances that can affect our cycle and things like that. So getting toxins out is really important to hormone balance and pomegranates help with that. Some of the toxins that pomegranates help to flush out of our bodies are things like DDT, other pesticide buildup, They also help to flush out bad lactic acid that may build up in our muscles, which is great. Pomegranates are especially helpful if you struggle with Alzheimer's disease, insomnia, adrenal fatigue, diabetes, hypoglycemia, alopecia, gallstones, kidney stones, mold exposure, Epstein-Barr virus or mononucleosis, they're the same thing, Raynaud's syndrome, Lyme disease, and PCOS. So pomegranates are pretty awesome. But now we're going to move on to cranberries. Cranberries are typically known for their benefits of healing urinary tract and yeast infections, which is true. They do really help if you struggle with yeast infections or urinary tract infections. But it's really only the tip of the iceberg as far as what cranberries can do for our bodies. The number one most nutritious dish served at Thanksgiving dinner is actually the cranberries. And that's still true even if you're eating canned or pre-made cranberry sauce that's filled with additives or processed sugar. And this is because cranberries, the health benefits that they contain is so strong that it will override all those additives. So regardless of If they're fresh homemade cranberry sauce or store-bought, you should definitely put those on your plate at Thanksgiving dinner. Cranberries can help reverse gallbladder disease. They even help to dissolve gallstones. Cranberries are one of the top liver cleansing foods, and they even help if you're trying to pass a kidney stone. Cranberries also help to dislodge any earwax buildup in our ears, which is pretty cool. Cranberries are also high in antioxidants like anthocyanins, which they help cardiovascular disease and arteriosclerosis. They even help to flush out phytoestrogens from the body. So phytoestrogens are toxins that come into our bodies that mimic estrogen, and they can cause a lot of hormonal problems, especially for women. 
And so this includes things like plastics, environmental pollutants, pesticides, and other synthetic chemicals that you may be exposed to every day. When they enter our body, they become like phytoestrogen, so fake estrogen, but our body thinks it's real estrogen, so then it throws your hormone balance off. So cranberries are really good at helping to flush those out. If you're struggling with hormonal imbalance, add some more cranberries to your diet. Cranberries even help to flush out radiation from our bodies, and they help flush toxins out of all of the organs as well, which is pretty cool. Cranberries also contain amino acids that protect our connective tissue. They even help with weight loss. Cranberries are very helpful if you struggle with HIV, cervical cancer, yeast infections, carpal tunnel, leukemia, ovarian cancer, strep infection, bladder infections, pneumonia, conjunctivitis, staph infection, gallbladder disease, gallstones, kidney infection, kidney stones, anemia, anxiety, shingles, diabetes, PMS, and Lyme disease. Now let's talk about figs. Figs are great at balancing mental health and our gut health. Figs have special phytochemicals that are unique to them, and one of these phytochemicals is bioavailable potassium and sodium, which help to build our neurotransmitters um, in our brain and nourish all the neurons and synapses in our brains too. And not all fruits and vegetables have bioavailable potassium. Some do and some don't. And all bioavailable means is that our body doesn't have to do anything to break it down. Our bodies can absorb it immediately. And I kind of talked about this when I was talking about pomegranates. Figs are great at helping to prevent Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, dementia, ALS, and other neurological diseases because of how they benefit all the parts of our brain. And when it comes to gut health, figs, like dates, are one of the best foods for cleansing our bowels. The skin on figs feeds all the good gut bacteria, as well as acting as an antiseptic, getting rid of any unproductive bacteria, parasites, mold, and toxic heavy metals that may be living in our digestive tract. The seeds in figs get into, the, get into all the little crevices in our intestinal tract, and they're able to get rid of any disease-causing bacteria, viruses, or fungus that may be hiding in those crevices, which is cool. Figs are great at helping to get rid of so many gut issues like diverticulitis, appendix inflammation, constipation, and an inflamed colon. And really, figs are great at helping to reduce any inflammation that you may have in your body. And if you have any of these chronic illnesses, try eating more figs, especially right now because figs are in season, fresh figs. You can usually always find unsweetened dried figs, which are great as well, but fresh figs are so good and you can add them to salads and eat them plain, so why not take advantage of them being in season and eating them fresh? So if you have any of these chronic illnesses, try eating more figs. So the ones I already kind of mentioned, plus salmonella poisoning, ovarian cancer, colon cancer, heart disease, bone cancer, chronic diarrhea, UTIs, neuropathy, E. coli infection, celiac disease, Crohn's disease, eczema, psoriasis, hepatitis A, B, C, and D, and SIBO, which SIBO stands for Small Intestinal Bacteria Overgrowth. 
Now we're gonna talk about winter squashes. Winter squashes includes butternut squash, acorn squash, delicata squash, kabocha squash, spaghetti squash, and basically any other variety of squash that you can find. I just recently saw a squash called carnival squash. There's so many different varieties of squashes, but they all have the same amazing health benefits. Each winter squash is very different with their taste and its texture, but they're all packed with tons of nutrients and health benefits, so you can't really go wrong. So you can play around and try different ones and see which one you like best. Maybe you like them all. Maybe you really only like one or two varieties. Um, I like them all, but my, my favorite, absolute favorite is acorn squash and kabocha squash. I think kabocha squash would probably be like my number one. The texture of that one is really good. But yeah, you can't go wrong with which one you like better or what you don't really like. All winter squashes are great. They're easy to digest and it's a great remedy if you struggle with acidosis or conditions that are related to your stomach, your spleen, your liver, and even your blood. Squashes are high in vitamins A, E, C, B complex, and they even have beta carotene. They're high in iron, zinc, calcium and potassium potassium and all of those things are important for us to have a strong immune system and a healthy nervous system squashes also contain carotenoids and these are a great protection against heart disease breast cancer and macular degeneration squashes are another food that are great at helping to reduce inflammation so it'll be super beneficial for you to eat lots of squash if you um, struggle with things like asthma fibromyalgia, and arthritis. And it's also, squash is also a great food for weight loss. Winter squash can be eaten on the savory side. You can use spices like black pepper, curry powder, chili pepper, or it can be cooked more on the sweet side and you can use things like maple syrup or honey and use spices like cinnamon or nutmeg. So it can be pre prepared a variety of different ways and you can kind of find what your preferences are. Even the seeds and squashes are healthy. I know typically we think um, pumpkin seeds are healthy and that's the ones we eat, but we don't think to eat seeds and squashes, but you totally can. They're very healthy. You can dry them out or roast them just like you do with pumpkin seeds. And the seeds and squashes are rich in protein, vitamins, minerals, and amino acids like tryptophan, and that helps to promote a healthy night's sleep. So next time you're making a squash, you can set the seeds aside and use them for something as a snack later or add them to a salad or something. And last but not least, what would a fall produce episode be without talking about pumpkin? Pumpkin has a ton of antioxidants like vitamins A, C, E. It has beta carotene. Pumpkin also contains something called zeaxanthin, which this can help prevent age-related diseases. Pumpkin is also a rich source of B vitamins, such as folates, niacin, thiamine, and pantothenic acid, as well as minerals like calcium, potassium, and phosphorus. Pumpkin's a great food for helping with weight loss and even helping to reduce cholesterol. The high number of phytonutrients that pumpkin has have been shown to help prevent the risk of cancers, specifically mouth, lung, and colon cancer. Pumpkin also contains several anti-aging benefits, and the antioxidants that pumpkin has help to keep skin wrinkle-free and giving it a healthy glow.
Pumpkin also has immune-boosting properties, which can help the body to stay strong and ward off the common cold and the flu. Pumpkin is even a great way to replenish and restore the body after a workout because it's high in potassium, which helps to restore the body's balance of electrolytes after exercise, and it keeps the muscles functioning at their best. And this is why bananas make a great pre- and post-workout food because of their potassium level. And pumpkins are in that same league with their potassium. So if you wanted to consume pumpkin after working out or something, that would be great for your muscles and recovery. Pumpkin is really versatile. It can be eaten raw even, which is surprising. Most people don't know that. Um, You can steam it. You can bake it. You could roast it. And I mean, it's used in baked goods like muffins and pies, but you, you could do it in soups and stews. Um, And you can even just chop it up and roast it in the oven and just eat it that way too. Frozen and canned pumpkin are also great options if you're trying to include this food into your diet more and you maybe are short on time and you don't have time to fully cut up a pumpkin and clean it out and then cook it. Um, So canned and frozen is great um, and it still has amazing health benefits as well. If you buy canned, you always want to make sure that the canned goods that you're buying have BPA-free lining. Um, and if you can, to get ones that come in now little cardboard cotton uh, cartons instead of cans, because even though it may have BPA-free lining, when stuff sits in aluminum cans, the aluminum from the can ends up steeping into our food anyway, and then you're getting you know toxic heavy metals into your body through the food. Um, So now that they're doing, I've seen them more, they're like little square cartons instead of cans. And those are much better for us than the aluminum cans. So if you have an option to get your pumpkin in one of those versus a can, that's great. But if all you have is a canned option, then that's okay too. That wraps up today's food-focused episode about some fall, winter fruits and vegetables. Hopefully you learn something and you'll be more inclined to add these to your diet more, especially as the summer fruits aren't as readily available to us as they were like a month ago. But there are still so many amazing options out there that are great for our health, our immune systems, and and so many other things. So I challenge you to try to add one of these to your diet every single day Try as many different varieties of winter squashes as you can. There's so many great ones, and there's so many amazing ways to prep them as well. So play around with that too. And if there's ever a specific food that you want to know more about and you want me to discuss in a food-focused episode, you can send me an email at tdnutritioncoaching at gmail.com. And as always, thanks for listening.